0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I know Andrew Shear is hoping for a great day come Monday. That's, of course, the election, we know. Uh, And uh, so we're down to the short strokes. And uh, everybody's throwing haymakers at this time. We can see it. uh, Perhaps some in desperation, others just feeling that, you know, uh, there are different points that need to be raised still in the 11th hour. To that effect, uh, Andrew Shear has joined us on the line. He's a leader of the Conservative Party of Canada on uh, several notes that uh, perhaps require clarification. Mr. Shear, always a pleasure to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. Uh, I know it's been a busy day, uh, but something has surfaced where some people are wondering uh, if, in fact, there's any legitimacy to a claim you're making that uh, the Liberals, if in a minority situation, were in some kind of a coalition arrangement with the NDP would have to raise the GST from five to seven and a half percentage points. Uh, you're on record as saying that, if I'm correct, and how do you substantiate substantiate that?
1: Well, what we're saying is that uh, the Liberals and NDP will form a coalition. They're openly talking about it, and that the combined cost of their platforms will add $40 billion to the deficit. Uh, that is a very costly coalition that you cannot afford. And the point I was making today was that in order to pay for this, uh, that would represent a 2.5% increase in the GST. They have other options. They could raise personal income taxes. They could cancel uh, existing social service transfers to the provinces. But the fundamental point here is that the Liberal government, uh, Liberal Party propped up by the NDP would be a coalition that Canadians just cannot afford.
0: So if I'm clear on this, what you're saying is this is just by way of example. Uh possible scenarios that would make up for the shortfall rather than actually saying that you have some uh, foreknowledge that this is where they would go.
1: Well, exactly, and what we're challenging Justin Trudeau to do in the next few days is to come clean with Canadians, you know, uh, explain exactly where he will raise taxes to pay for these promises that he'll have to agree to to the NEP. Jagmeet Singh is already talking about what his conditions would be to uh, prop the Liberals up. He's talking about killing the Trans Mountain pipeline. Uh, He's uh, talking about uh, his platform commitments, which we know would add billions and billions of dollars to the debt. So there's only one way way to pay for things it's either cutting for cutting transfers to the provinces cutting uh, social programs or it's raising taxes if Justin Trudeau explains exactly which taxes he'll raise to pay for these NDP promises uh, then you know we'll we'll stop speculating uh, but until then we we're, we're warning Canadians that the NDP Liberal Coalition would be very costly we would not be able to afford it. it would lead to higher taxes and less money in the pockets of taxpayers
0: All right, so what you're asking for, again, uh, if I'm understanding clearly, specificity, that's the key. Andrew Shear is with us, leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. On that matter, I mean, insofar as your own platform and promises made, uh, are they fully costed, and uh, how will those be paid for? Uh,
1: Absolutely, they are fully costed. We are the only party with a fully costed uh, platform. I should remind you that the Liberal platform contains about half of their promises fully uncosted. Uh, so we've explained to Canadians exactly where we'll find our savings. We're going to cut corporate welfare by $1.5 billion, reduce the foreign aid budget by 25%, end the practice of March Madness, where the government departments in Ottawa spend hundreds of millions of dollars at the end of the fiscal year on new chairs, computers, computers, and things like that. Uh, but again, you know, to, just to go back, with just a few days left, Canadians have a right to know exactly what type of deal will be cooked up between the NDP and Liberals, which of the NDP platform commitments will Justin Trudeau agree to, and exactly how will he pay for it. Uh, Once again, we know cost of living is a big issue this election, the fact that more and more Canadians aren't getting ahead, and we have a right to know as Canadians which taxes Justin Trudeau will raise to pay for these promises and, uh, and, he, and he has a couple days left to do so.
0: In a minority government scenario, uh, where is the threshold of legitimacy and confidence shown in the government, for example? if uh, And I'm going to blue sky it here because I don't know uh, if you're 10 seats more than the Liberals, but uh, there's a coalition with the NDP. Do you believe there's uh, still... Uh, Something that would favor your being asked to form the next government as a matter of confidence in the House, or uh is ten ten the number, whereabout would be that number that disparity
1: yeah yeah you know, and and you know there's a lot of analysis and some some pundits who are weighing in on that. Uh, those are all things that we'll, we'll look at after the election. Uh, we've, I fundamentally believe that a uh, Prime Minister enters an election and comes out of it with fewer seats a, than another party uh, has lost the election. Now if Justin Trudeau wants to cling to power by doing a deal with the NDP, uh, he needs to come clean with Canadians on which taxes he'll raise. Uh, this is a coalition that Canadians cannot afford. We cannot afford this type of scenario and that's why we're asking Canadians for a strong mandate. Uh, a Conservative government with a strong mandate, uh, with a majority mandate, well, uh, you won't have to worry about which taxes we're going to raise because we're going to lower taxes. We're going to bring in a universal tax cut for all Canadian taxpayers. We're going to scrap the carbon tax, uh, remove the GST from home heating. So the, the choice in the selection is now very, very clear. It's an NDP liberal coalition that Canadians cannot afford or a conservative majority government that will lower taxes, get back to balanced budgets and keep making those investments in our social programs.
0: Alright, so to your mind uh, as the aphorism would have it, it's still the economy, stupid. With Andrew Shear, by the way, uh, Mr. Shear, I'm wondering if we can take some questions from our uh, executive producer, Jason Chapman, who's joined me in the studio here. If you're good for that, uh, we'll bring him into the conversation. Is that alright? Sure, I think we have time for one or two.
2: Alright, Then that's all I'll ask, Mr. Scheer. I put an email out and said that mr oakley was going to be speaking to you and i got a flurry of notes from our reporters who are covering the campaign but i promise to be brief and uh that you listen you piqued the interest of uh, people across the country i will say that sir so i appreciate the time here and thanks john for the time here so the very specific question i got from abigail beeman who's been covering your campaign and other of the the, uh, leaders campaign is this and i'll read it Do you have a single document that proves any of this – let me rephrase this. Do you have a single document that suggests that the NDP or liberals would move forward with any sort of tax raise or increase?
1: Well, we have their platforms. We, we have their platform commitments, and we know that that would add billions and billions of dollars to the deficit. And we know that Justin Trudeau has already raised taxes to pay for uh, his new spending. And so what we're challenging uh, Justin Trudeau to do in, in these next few days, they are, they are already openly speculating about what would be required for the NDP to prop the Liberals up. And we're saying you need to come clean. Before voters go to the election, uh, before they go to the polls on Monday, they need to explain exactly what type of deal they're working on, what type of quid pro quo there would be, uh, which types of taxes they'd be prepared to raise. The, the, the,
2: the, but, the but no one single document saying, hey, we're going to do this. Well, as I said, we, we have their platforms,
1: we have their, their, their campaign spending promises, and we know what that would do to the deficit, would it increase it by $40 billion. And what we said today was, Uh, In order to pay for that, one option would be to raise the GST by 2.5%. Another option would be to raise the first personal income tax bracket. Uh, They they may cancel other types of tax credits that Canadians uh, rely on. We know that Liberals are considering taxing the sale of primary residences. Perhaps that's something that they would go through uh, to pay for these new spending promises. They have the choice now to come clean with Canadians and say exactly where they're going to come up with the money to pay for this costly coalition, uh, or they can try to hide it and Canadians
2: will be surprised after the election. All right. one phase. Sorry about yep. that, sir. Sorry to interrupt. Just another question. This is completely, this is not on my radar at all. Maybe it's on your radar. This is from Mike Drolet, one of our national reporters with Global National. I'd love if you could ask about the Canadian Border Service Agency cancelling arrest warrants for people if it wants to deport but cannot find that. He just got a comment from a Conservative HQ uh, spokesperson saying a sheer government would direct border agents to stop canceling warrants in cases where people have been ordered deported
1: well we believe that when someone has been ordered deported that that has to be carried out and i was uh, at roxham road just a couple of weeks ago talking about my plan to to close the loophole in the safe third country agreement to stop the flow of illegal border crossers this is something that justin trudeau has done absolutely nothing about in his time in office and a conservative government will restore uh, an immigration system based on fairness, orderliness, and compassion. Uh, we 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 are uh, we are a party that believes in immigration. We just ask people to
2: follow the rules. So, you, would you directly order agents to stop canceling warrants, or is that too far?
1: Well, I I, well, I believe if uh, if a judge has ordered someone, if if a finding of a immigration panel has found that someone had, uh, needs to be deported for whatever reason, whether that's uh, misrepresenting themselves on the application, or if, if they in fact have a criminal record, uh, the, 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 those decisions have to be carried out.
2: Okay, the last thing, John, you've given me more than enough time, but the uh, one other question is is. This goes in line. A lot of people are saying today that you're sort of making up narratives. And this also goes in line with saying that Trudeau will legalize hard drugs. Trudeau says he won't do it again and again. Why do you keep saying that? Because his candidates
1: still say that it's something they're in favour of. Because his members of Parliament on the Health Committee voted in favour of doing exactly that. Because we know the NDP are in favour of this, and now they're openly talking about what types of arrangements uh, well, they will agree upon to form that costly coalition that Canadians can't afford. But, uh, did, so but other Conservative
2: candidates do say things that you don't believe in. I, I hate to go here, but to the abortion issue, candidates say things all the time. It's not necessarily a party line, though.
1: Well, when you have a vote by Liberal members on the Health Committee, when you have a policy resolution at their, at their convention that was adopted, when you have uh, candidates openly talking about it, and now we have this uh, the specter of an NDP Liberal coalition, uh, and we know the NDP support this, these are the types of things that Canadians have a right to ask about what what exactly will this deal look like? What types of taxes will they raise? What types of policies will they implement? We know Jack Jagmeet Singh is talking about cancelling the Trans Mountain Pipeline as a condition for his support. Uh, so I think these are all relevant qu- questions. And again, uh, Trudeau has failed to answer exactly which taxes he would hike and uh, which policies he would uh, agree to from the NDP to, in order to cling to power.
0: Mr. Hear, let me ask you, uh, when it said a coalition of the two would run a deficit of $40 billion next year alone... Uh, would there be any problem with structural deficits? It seems like a lot of people are not mindful of uh, how much we're going into hawk or into the hole. If it's $40 billion, 50, $60 billion or whatever, and if a recession hits, uh, chances are we'd have to spend uh, our way out of it. I guess that's the Keynesian model. Uh, where is that point where uh, of no return uh, that you think, you know, this country could never uh, endure a deficit of X amount?
1: Well, uh, you know, I, I would tell you that we hear from a lot of voters, a lot of people who are concerned about the size of the deficit, and they realize that every year that the government borrows money, that, that money has to be paid back with interest. And soon, uh, in just a few years, the government of Canada will spend more of your tax dollar on just paying the interest on that debt than they currently spend on important programs like healthcare. So when we look at the, the consequences of $40 billion in new deficits, we know that will lead to threats to our very important social programs or higher taxes. So once again, in order to pay for this costly coalition, Justin Trudeau needs to show exactly which taxes he will raise to pay for the NDP spending promises.
0: All right. Uh, on that note, I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon on short notice. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Andrew Scheer, again, leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, on uh, several of these questions that I guess were also submitted by reporters within the Global News Network. Uh, The one lost me there on the Roxham Road and uh, warrants over folks who were uh, ordered, deported, and so on and so forth. That doesn't seem to have made anybody's radar insofar as we're concerned here, but still in all, I guess the monetary uh, aspects or the economic implications of deficits and how uh, they would be met so, uh, okay, he doesn't have any documentation, I guess, to substantiate the claim that uh, the GST may go from 5 to 7.5%, but as you heard, uh, he says there's got to be some scenario by which they would pay for these promises, and he just wants to know. So he's given us, he says, a couple of for instances and uh, cut completely the Canada social transfers to the provinces. Again, no documentation to that point, but... Somewhere along the line, the piper has to be paid. That was a takeaway from that with Andrew Shear. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.